We are adventurers. We are gold chasers. We are family. No matter the adversaries we face. No matter the obstacle that stands before us. No matter how big you think you are. We are. Welcome back to this episode of The Adventure Boys. That is gender neutral. If you like simple plans that go awfully awry, this may be the podcast for you. Last we left off, Dante and Chingar went to get some information about the high and mighty elves up in the Citadel. They were meant to cause a small distraction and get one man or woman to come into the bakery. Um, What they did was use some magic beans to spawn several pink toads which began blossoming beautifully into monsters. Currently, they've got a pseudo-dragon in Chingar's hand, they've got a rust monster uh, chowing down in the corner, and they've got a hooked horror uh, all up in their face. Uh, Chingar, what do you want to do? Uh, this thing doesn't look friendly, right? Uh, no. No, it just screamed at you. Yeah, oh. yeah, no. Fuck uh, that thing. I'm gonna hit it. Oh, and we're missing uh, Raukai and Anna this session. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They'll be back next week. One day, We'll they have died. a full party. Ha, ha, ha. One day we'll have a full party. Yeah. One day. They're my other job. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna hit it real hard. It's gonna punch it. Alright, roll the hit. Uh, you know what? This is just gonna be savage attack, heavy, great weapon master. Okay. The whole shebang. Uh, that is a. Uh. What is he attacking? Twenty four. Yeah, the hook four. Twenty four. That'll hit. Aren't you glad uh, you're forging documents? Um, yeah. Yeah, me too. Real glad I stayed at the end. I'm watching the Real Housewives of Terramon with Darkler. Up on the uh, crystal ball television? This, yep, the crystal ball television. I mean, like, I couldn't even go to the Citadel if I wanted. I know. I mean, I don't want to go. So. I mean, you can just uh, pretend you're a slave. Why would I ever do that? This is my drow pet. 34 points of damage with the first yeah, no, Dark Man would rather uh, be painted than be a slave. He's far too proud for that. You wouldn't even be my pet, Dark <laughs> Okay. Don't okay. say those words. You know what? <laughs> stop. Stop that. Don't put that in the world. Listen. It's there. The fan art's already going crazy. I can hear the machine working of at least one person drawing this, and I don't like it. Probably Janie. <laughs> she's probably on it. she's probably on vacation in her hotel and she's like you know it's the sound <laughs> of her drawing gay slash fiction between I'm, uh dark Claire and dante I'm gonna write oh yeah her, I'm gonna while write professor lucy down. watches <laughs> in the rain outside the window lucy's <laughs> 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 thinking back on good times he could come in but no, <laughs> he's not. He's not over it yet, and Dear that's fine, Jenny, Lucy. Please write me a slash uh, fiction. <laughs> now, bonus action. I'm gonna rage. Right. Should have done this before, but I'm gonna rage now. Okay. Uh, second attack. Uh, same ordeal. All right. Uh, that is a uh, modified twenty. Modified twenty will hit. Nice. I can't believe you're gonna fight this hardcore. What do you want me to do? Just leave it there? I mean, uh, yeah, just leave it. Alright, right, I recon all that. We're leaving uh, there. We're gonna be friends. Uh, Pretend to be someone stressed golem or warforged, and then outside, I'm gonna be like, ah. Uh, I still want to know what Dante's plan in this is. Like, what's <laughs> happening? 
Loki, I think he's trying to get someone who he can interrogate. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking he's just going to pull someone down into this haunted bakery, haunted by a chingar, just punch him until <laughs> he gets names. Haunted by and then that's going to be 35 points of damage. Okay. All right, so you just ah, swing your maw at it, and you hear a crunch against its uh, shell, and then you rage harder, and you swing again. And it actually takes this thing off its feet and it slams into, through the window of the bakery. Um, and you see there's a small crowd gathering at this point. As uh, you hear As another one of the toads forms. Oh, oh Chrysler. Remember, remember, ten rounds for this. Ten rounds. Ten rounds of toad? Ten rounds they of toad. They only last a minute. Then... Uh... Alright, you see this small... This small fat man did, with did no it, eyes and just this wrinkled cracked skin. Did the hook core die or? Yeah. Oh, okay, went through yeah. the window. Okay. It's This okay. small fat man with this this cracked wrinkled skin, naked, no genitalia, uh, these empty thought. hollow eyes. We're all frowning. Just as it just know. turns towards you and lets out this this awful breath. I'm just gonna charge at you. Okay. Can, 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 can I see a picture? Can I see a picture? No, well, curious. yeah, well, I'm curious. No. I want to know what the strange well. naked man is. <laughs> what is a strange naked man? Oh my god. Oh, that is. <laughs> what is that? He's, He's a uh, mains demon, if you guys want to look it up. Sorry, I'm holding the book right in front of the mic. Sorry, future Anthony. Um, oh god. Yeah, if you guys want to look up mains demon. You guys uh, know I do the audio work for free, right? <laughs> <laughs> I bought you a Coke. Russ, that's yes, a 13 to hit? professional audio work what? in code. That's a 13 to hit? Oh, that's probably not. And a natural one to hit? Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. He just runs up and starts scratching at your legs. And uh, oh. I'll give you a kick as a free, as a reaction. Oh, yeah, I'll just kick it. Okay, <laughs> roll the hit. Natural 20? All right, oh, you punt it God. through the window and it just skids down the street. It... And you see heads turn all down the street. Is it, is it dead? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's not a strong demon. You are one punch man right now. <laughs> one punch! Oh Alright, so just... I, 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 I've since put the pseudo dragon on my shoulder. Alright. <laughs> it just kind of squawks and uh, sits there proudly on your shoulder. Doctor, where's, where, where's that thing that was rusting the thing? What? Where, where, where's the little thing that was rusting the box? It's still over there chomping it down! Good. Keep it there. <laughs> <laughs> That's an order. You take Chingar's the um, box now. I don't want that thing anywhere near me. Boscar. <laughs> Dante just like, he just like looks around in just this panic frenzy as you hear another slurping sound as this, these jello toads <laughs> form themselves into actually a familiar face. Um, you see this skeleton of a snake wrap up around the uh, counter, um, forming from this small toad as a bone naga stands before you. Oh boy. And Dante just like looks around and uh, he like holds up his hand and says, Alright, Chingar, hook one of them. Now! Got it! <laughs> Alright, roll the hit with your hook. Hook's going. Uh, for right, those of you who don't know, Chingar has a built-in hook on his arm that he can throw and grab people and pull them with. Natural 20. Alright, so you <laughs> throw it and you hear ah! from the crowd and you yank and you oh expertly grab this man by the scruff of his neck. This I, I need you to just hang on for a second. This this uh, 
high elf with this tiny mustache and a uh, small bowler hat on his head. Um, as you just pull him towards you, um, there's suddenly Dante just yells, Cover your eyes! Ah! As there's this flash, as the light of a single sun illuminates the inside of this bakery and you hear cries from the crowd as you feel Dante grab your back armor plate and just start tugging you towards the crack in the wall. Oh, let's go. And you guys just like squeeze through and you're back in the uh, alleyway again. Alright, so I'm gonna... And Dante just starts booking it back towards the tavern. Oh my god. With, with the elf man in tow? Oh, uh, Chigar has the elf man. Oh, Chrysler. Um... And oh, Jesus. you hear a, uh, a familiar screeching, one that Rokaya makes um, oh. a lot of the time, Uh-oh. but kind of like distorted, like someone's like playing it backwards. Uh, you hear that come from the crack where you just left as you guys book it back towards the tavern. Hmm. Um, and Dante just kind of like stops and pulls you guys into a, uh, an alleyway. Um, uh, you know, that, did, that didn't quite go as well as I thought it was going to. Yeah. Yeah. It worked though, we got one. Oh god, these are people. <laughs> um Rich snooty people. And Dante just like ties his hands behind his back and just sits him on his ass in the alleyway and just kinda like squats down next to him. Alright, sir. Um sorry to pull you away from your I'm sure enchanting day to day. But we're gonna need some information out of you. First of all, What's your name? And this guy with this bowler hat, this small shitty mustache, just sitting on the ground, tears forming in his eyes. He just, it's, it's Otso. Otso Walton. So, so wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, I'm sorry, to, yeah. to clarify. Yeah. Small, comma, shitty, comma, mustache, or small, comma, shitty mustache? Um, I mean, either way you want to slice it, honestly. Uh, oh. Did you say this man's name is Otto? Otso. Otso, okay. Otso. O-T-S-O. Because if okay, he was okay. Otto, I would have some problems. <laughs> Why is that? Just so everyone knows, uh, there's a, a shitty dwarf in our last adventure named Otto who almost got us killed. And now yeah. everybody by the name Otto is condemned by Ket's <laughs> motive. Curse. I forgot all about Otto, actually. You forgot yeah. about Otto? It was, wait, it was Otto. He almost what? killed Chingar. I mean, negligence almost killed Chingar. <laughs> Otto almost killed Chingar. Yeah, they, Back were, to the story. they were repelling with this fancy, uh, this fancy mechanism, and Otto forgot to put in one single pin that was supposed to uh, save the whole thing. If Back someone over, if someone over like five hundred pounds went on it, um, so yeah, uh, it's fine. making a very sad face. So, uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, it's a lot. So uh, we're just gonna ask you a few questions, and then uh, then we'll let you go. My lawyers will be hearing about this. Oh, yeah, sure they will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now, what, what, what do you what, want to know, you you rat scallions? Oh my <laughs> god! What did you I need to ask him, so. uh, 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 Craig? <laughs> you know, Dalton. <laughs> I think all we needed to know um, was which families have those really nice airboats. Um, up on the citadel, and uh, also just like kind of goes pale. And he just no, 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 no. I, I can't get on that bad side. I can't. Come on, just, just, just help just me tell out, him, uh, Craig. Uh, 
uh, sent you. You know, they'll be fine with it, I'm sure. Uh, I'll be disgraced. Ah, uh, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it happens to a lot of people. But it's not fine, no. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, no. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna you know, pick him up, make sure he's looking me directly in the eyes. It'll be fine. <laughs> These horrifying, <laughs> unblinking, war-forged eyes. With his unturning neck. <laughs> his Batman <laughs> unturning neck. <laughs> and his literal flame eyes. It'll he just, be like, fine. the tears start leaking from the corners of his eyes, and he, uh, he, like, kind of leans his neck down and pats them away with a handkerchief in his breast pocket. <laughs> He doesn't have his hands free, so he's just kind of like mashing his face oh, against his chest. I'll, I'll, I'll help you. I'll take the <laughs> handkerchief and just... Dante just kind of watches, and you see an idea forming in his head as you're patting away this man's tears. And Dante grabs him by the lapels, rips him from your grasp, and shoves him up against a wall. Alright, Otso. I didn't want to have to do this. But, you know, I've had a real bad day. <laughs> it's good cop, bad cop. <laughs> and... You know, I just need to get that information. And maybe, maybe, we'll see if we can drop you off on some nice boat going nowhere. And also just, no, please, I want to go home. Oh my we'll get you on a nice boat going home. <laughs> Dante just like shoots you a glance. He says, no. You're not going home, Otso. You relinquished that opportunity when you walked out the door today. Fate is a cruel bitch, Otso. But she's my bitch, and I love her. <laughs> and he, like, he looks like he's kind of stumbling for words at this point. <laughs> Listen, if you're searching for your next words, they just needs to be the names. <laughs> so just kind of, like, looks up, crying, and he just... I don't know, can you offer me protection? Of course. Dante just, like, glares him down, and he says, you're gonna need protection from us if you don't tell us what we need. Infamous Craig and Dalton. Listen, best case scenario here. I throw you out on the streets and let the peasants here take care of you. And he says, no, not the Commonwealth. <laughs> What's wrong with the Commonwealth? <laughs> they hate me. Well, we're gonna hate you if you don't give us those names. <laughs> <laughs> Dante just starts going like this. Oh, oh, oh. P please. <laughs> Bye. Chio's getting out a little notepad. Just... From his chest cavity, he just opens it and is rummaging around. Belongs to the Terrans. How, how do you spell that? T E R. Okay. R E N S. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, one more time, like the right T -E -R. where it's down. T E R. Oh. Okay. R E N S. Okay. Thank you. Uh, do, do you definitely be able to uh, forge signatures? No. I uh, do. Uh, uh, uh. Dante, do your best. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll Dante take, just, I'll, like, starts frisking I'll, I'll, him. I'll, I'll take this. Dante starts frisking him with one hand and holding him up with the other. And he pulls out this man's wallets. And he goes through and he finds a, uh, he finds, like, an old invitation to some soiree. There's about a thousand in here. And he finds one from the Terrans. And he just looks at this man. 
and tosses him further into the alley. And Dante has a 20 strength. <laughs> so this man goes like almost a block down through these back alleys and hits a wall. And Dante just leaves. He flies through a couple of like hanging lines of drying laundry. <laughs> yeah. There's at least one pair of like boxers on his head. Yeah, Dante <laughs> just walks out of the alley back towards the tavern. Um, I'm sorry, but uh, when did Dante become a certified badass? Because uh, I wasn't there for his orientation. I mean, he's mostly trying to play bad cop, and he's he's good at acting, I guess. But also, he was a pirate. But does he have the actor feats? (laughs) Did this man have, like, a bunch of pockets on him and everything, like, all around his coat? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm just gonna, alright, stand him up. Uh, Alright, well, uh, thank you for your time. Uh, Pat him on the chest, pat him on the back. Uh... Uh, let me roll a sleight of hand. Okay. Which is, uh, you know, it's... First you steal his dignity, that's now a, that's you steal 14. his money. Fourteen. Fourteen. And I'm just uh, slipping a piece of paper inside of one of his pockets. Uh, he sees you do this. Uh, You're trying to pull the whole, like, not pickpocketing thing, like, where, like, you know, you sneak up behind someone and take their wallet out of their back pocket. It's that showmanship. <laughs> Where you like kind of pat him down, you're ruffling his hair and everything, you're just getting all handsy with him, and then you slip it in. Um, yeah, no, he watches you put a piece of paper into his pocket and like looks up at you, and he just runs out. I'm making sure it's slightly sticking out so the wording can be read. Okay. Alright, as he runs out, the wording says, I'm a rich fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How does Chingar know that word? <laughs> I've heard, I've, heard, I've, heard, I've heard Lucy say it a couple times. Oh, He's yeah. heard Dante say it, that's for sure. Oh, Maybe Gwendolyn. Probably, Probably Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. Pidget, Probably Pidget. everyone in the party. Yeah. yeah. I'm guilty. What happens now, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> after a cover from that scene. After that scene, I'm a small orphan boy with a plate. Please, Sam, may I have another? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, Dante uh, makes his way back to the tavern and just, like, kind of, like, he's got his chest all puffed out and he's got that that pirate swagger. And, like, you kind of, like, Dante's pretty quiet, you know, a lot of the time when he's in the party. So you're, like, almost taken aback as you look up and just see him, like, bust down the door, just full, like, angry Dante mode. And he just kind of, like, deflates a little bit and tosses a paper onto the table. Uh, does this help any? Uh, let me see that. Oh. Or jackpot. <laughs> you got a signature. Alright, uh, can I roll a history to see what kind of, uh, what kind of relations these guys have with the Treant Woods? See if I've heard of them. Oh, uh, yeah. Natural 20! <laughs> so many 20s this episode. <laughs> I know. I um, you actually history. distinctly remember now, just out of the very corner of your, the foggy corners of your memory, um, when you were in Ferrani's office at one point, um, going over some things with her, you saw, um, on a corner of her desk, in a pile of paperwork. Okay, okay, cool. One of these exact invitations sticking out of the corner of this massive inbox. So, so good relations. So you remember that they, at the very least, the Trina Woods were invited to this party. All right. Fantastic. Cool. Lucy's got a shit memory, so that's beautiful. All right, boys. I've got a plan. And then we're going to finish up these documents. And the, the gist of this document is uh, uh, Ferrani Treantwood, new acting leader of Asperia, would, was appreciative for this invite. And in return, she'd like to bestow a nice gift. But she cannot bestow a gift 
unless it's nicer than their most prized possession. And that, in Ferrani's mind, is their airship. So she has sent the great and wonderful, wonderful Frederick de Wapstein, the greatest royal appraiser, to appraise this airship so she can send the perfect gift. And, uh, and of course, the document goes into details how uh, Frederick never travels without his entourage. Uh, Alright, guys. So, Frederick's entourage never consists of more than three people. So any excess are going to need to uh, get in the bag. Uh, dark, dark clear. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a drow. You know, I've got plans for Darklear. Oh. Darklear kind of like looks uh, at you, kind of like a little incredulously, but then like uh, looks away. Lucy turns from Chingar, from Morinth, from Darklear, towards Anna and uh, Raukaya. And Mira. You guys, and Mira. You guys have been a little quiet. <laughs> Sounds like a suggestion to me. Get in the back. <laughs> Get in the back. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's okay. And then, uh... Alright, by nightfall, we move in. Everyone line up. And Lucy flips out his makeup kit. Uh, don't worry, Doctor. I won't make you an elf. That doesn't... That doesn't make me feel any better. But you can't be a drow, and you don't want to be a high elf. So, get ready. Dante is also getting in the bag as a uh, backup measure. Okay, cool. He'll be cool. at the ready, but, you know, three people. Okay. So, three. our ocean's three. Frederick Dwopstein, the uh, unnamed, the unraced uh, man, yeah. tonight is a high elf from the esteemed Dwopstein family from Far Silvery Moon. Okay. Uh, as documented in his documents. Right. Um, we have, we have uh, Morana Dwopstein, his fine wife. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> We've got Chingis Duwapstein, his, uh, his eldest son and, and heir to the uh, Duwapstein, so he's trying to teach him. He's his, yeah, he's yeah, his yeah. assistant and mentor. The, and, wait, wait, wait. I, I have to ask. Um, does his makeup include a baseball cap? Could it include a baseball cap? For me? <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's a very go. nice baseball cap. It's, uh, it's, it's got a nice little design for the, uh, the uh, Silvery Moon Wyverns. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, their, their, uh, their baseball team. Um, and then over here on his Nate tag, this is, uh, this is Brutus, the, uh, the hired muscle. And uh, Darkly is going to be the beefiest boy he's ever been today. He's gonna, that's going to be this real big human. <laughs> Beefy boy. <laughs> Fucking scarred, bald, ready to fuck shit up, knives in plain sight. Kind of like the uh, the guy from The Witcher 2, Assassin of Kings. You know that big, bald, angry-looking mm -hmm. dude? Yeah. Brutus. Alright. Alright, uh, I guess. Lucy's He's just this fine, fine cookie-cutter <laughs> elder man. I love this. <laughs> you know, one of these days, someone's gonna get the spell seeming, and this will all be so much easier. So much easier. But that day is not this day. As it stands, you take about three hours getting everyone's makeup correct, especially yours. Especially mine. And, believe it or not, the hardest is Chingar. Yeah. Because now he looks like a real boy. Because of my magical wanted, makeup kit. I've always wanted to be a real boy. Um, I believe with your makeup kit you have to roll a deception for how good the uh, makeup uh, is. Am I correct? I it? will, uh, I don't know. I think I wrote it down. Yeah, we worked it out at some point, but it's been a while. Where did my tail go? Was that magically gone to? It's for a big, 
like flowing dress and just like wrap it around your leg. We'll um, just wear a big dress with like a, a cage. So yeah, no, it just uh, it just says it's flawless until dispelled, mm. or I, I think the time limit was like an hour. That sounds reasonable, but it just says until dispelled. <coughs> um, so we'll, we'll worry about yeah. that. Cause, well, because it it's stand up to things like you know water, especially. Yeah, water, uh, magical, uh, yeah, peering. But otherwise, yeah, if it's... someone comes up and like starts trying to wipe a smudge away from your cheek, you're gonna have a bad time because it is well, makeup. It still with water though. If someone takes yeah, a yeah. wet nap, yeah, so but otherwise their thumb and just starts yeah. wiping. It you can cheek. still like shake hands and stuff, and you'll be. Yeah. And of course, Lucy gives this rundown to them. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So last minute procedures. Uh, Chingus doesn't talk, ever. <laughs> and. Uh, it's not going to translate well to podcast form, I can tell. <laughs> He's just kind of be giving, like, deadpan up. faces, thumbs oh. up, all sorts of things. This is just not going to translate Don't well. open your stomach. Uh, you look like a real boy, and that would be terrifying. Uh, <laughs> Especially because you've got, like, a snake all coiled up in there like your innards. <laughs> um, wait, I'm going to hit a switch somewhere on my foot. Mute. All right. Beautiful. Mariachi music stops. <laughs> I can't believe we've had the, the whole time. It, it, it's it's really difficult to walk because it's on his foot. <laughs> Hold on, Just imagine. while he's walking. <laughs> I imagine it's on like, the, the side of his foot, not like on the bottom. You guys are walking through the forest. There's some like twigs and things on the ground, and out of nowhere, you just you're walking silently, stopping. <laughs> the bullywogs attack. <laughs> and uh, we make our way to the citadel. Okay, you guys start walking down that main road, getting glances as you pass. Very, very regal. Yeah. And just to sum it up, if someone looks looks at Lucy, right on their foot. Darling, I can't remember. Am I supposed to like you, or? Honey, you don't have to like me. You love me for my money. <laughs> I Maybe see. on. Roll a poshness check. Poshness. All right. All right. Is that charisma? Nat twenty. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, damn. The poshness. Fine. You, you got your nose so far up that it's going around back. <laughs> yeah, that was just like almost a fucking forty-five degree angle. The people of the Commonwealth can count my nose hairs. <laughs> Which I finally trimmed. <laughs> Damn. All right. Yeah, you just go walking down the street, giving anyone, Bruce is giving everyone glares, dishing out free glares. You're spitting on people. Nose is high up in the air. Chingus just dead-faced, looks ahead like a goddamn doll. I'm just <laughs> looking down on people. How did you disguise his eyes? Is he wearing, like, sunglasses? Yeah. Um... <laughs> No, he is the boy with burning eyes. He and the thing that makes Chingus terrifying is he is completely void of emotion. Because like you can't make a robot have an emotion in his face, so he just looks at people and just he's got this forever fucking uh, this stern look on his face. That there's definitely rumors that Mrs. Duopstein had an affair with some sort of like planar entity. Yeah, and just like this, this, this. Face of just upset at everything, just disapproval glued into Chingar's face, unchanging. Part <laughs> elemental of some sort. The pool boy looks so good in that speedo. 
and of course, uh, yeah, and of course, we're, we're whispering about that even on our way to yeah. just so that the Commonwealth hears it, and so r- rumors get going. Hey, did you hear that man's wife slept with a planar entity? <laughs> I don't know who he is, but. <laughs> Dewastine! <laughs> Moving on. Warren is just like draped on the guy if they're walking. If I, if I hear any whisper, just. Just immediately turn. Stern look. Just. Okay, and we approach the citadel. Alright, you approach the main gates. Um, and you see there's like about six guards in a line. Like almost like a procession is going on, but they're just like on either side of you. Um. And they, like, form a protective barrier in front of the gate as soon as you approach. Um, Identification, please. Without saying a word, he whips out a clipboard. Okay. Names, please. Uh. (laughs) Names, please. You happen to be in my way. Uh, I'm Gregory Holt, Captain of the Guards. Captain of the Guard. All right. Uh, you are costing me more than 20 seconds of my time. That is negative 25 points. Shall we continue next? Just so the uh, listeners Or would you know. like to take the negative points for all of your men? Uh, <laughs> X-Men types up. Uh, uh, Timothy. Timothy. All right. Uh, would you like to transfer your points to the captain? These uh, will be referred to the Terrans. Yes, sir. Please, sir. All right. So, uh, Captain, I... You know, I don't care about your name. All I know, need to know is that you're the captain, and you are at negative 200 points. Uh, good job keeping a, da- a damn job after tonight. Here's my identification. Make it expedient. Uh, he takes your ID and just kind of, like, looks at you and runs into the uh, guardhouse. Oh, darling, I love it when you talk business. Um, I, I know you the do. Captain's notebook out. Just mad scribbling. <laughs> the dead stare, just following this captain. Move quickly! After about 40 seconds, he rushes back out and hands it to you. Uh, so sorry, sir, Mr. Dwarfstein, sir. Um, the Terrans will see you. And he uh, pushes a, a button, and another guy pushes another button on the either side, and then... Dwarfstein grips him by the collar of his armor. And stronger than this elvish man looks, and tugs him real close. Licks his finger. Drags it down the center of his face. You remember that, boy? And he makes his way into the citadel. That's <laughs> to me. See, the flair of Duopstein is that he's terrifying because no one understands him. <laughs> and while he's doing every, every that... now and then, I have just a little notepad out, and every now and then, just check. <laughs> and while he's doing that to this poor captain of the guard, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> and as we're entering the citadel, Marana, how does my ass look? Oh, darling, so good. Fantastic. <laughs> Words cannot describe the sheer radiance of your ass right now. Beautiful. <laughs> Damn, my mistress will like that tonight. I'm uh, sure she will, darling. Try not to be back by ten, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going on in. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys go, and you, uh, you find that the citadel, uh, like, once you get towards the center, towards this kind of glass spire, there's this twisting, almost build of the city um, towards the innermost part. Okay. And you start going up, and uh, the city's kind of built in this weird way. And you uh, are going up this spiral, and, uh, yeah, you find this fine, actually made of the uh, same whatever glass or gems or whatever um, make up this spiral, this central thing. 
Um, there are about two houses uh, made of that same kind of glass. Um, different materials inside, so you can't like you know see in. But uh, yeah, people in glass houses, literally. Okay. Um, and then the spiral just kind of like points into like this um, almost castle towards the top. I mean, okay. you assume that's where the overseer lives. Okay. Cool. But yeah, uh, you quite plainly in uh, diamonds actually you see the uh, Terran's house name over the uh, mailbox. Fantastic. Uh, I, I I I I locate a guard. Okay. Uh, there are about um, two hundred on the grounds of this house. I I fetch one. You young man, come here. Uh, yes, sir. At once. You're wasting my time. He hustles over to you. Uh, how can I help you, sir? Duopsteins do, do not knock. Approach the door and alert them of the Duopsteins' presence. He runs to the door and uh, opens it. And, uh, could he have run see... faster? Could he have run faster? He looks like he, you, he, you, got, you got the fear of God in this boy. He's running. <laughs> uh, he <laughs> runs, opens the glass door, talks to someone on you the inside. What? Actually... Negative ten points for this young man. I heard fear of God, not fear of gods. Multiple duopsteins here. He talks to like a butler or something on the inside, and then holds out the door for you guys. And uh, duopsteins steps to the side of the door. My lovely wife. Oh, still so polite, darling. Oh, move. even after all these years. <laughs> and I'm saying move to the guard boy as I'm like walk my hands like he in moves. his face. And I'm like walking in. He's like stretching his arm out to still hold the door while moving as far away as possible. I give him the death glare. <laughs> an ominous check. Oh, in oh yes, book. Brutus, you too. And I point to another guard. Brutus requires a biscuit. <laughs> the guard goes running inside. Thank you very much. And uh, we go inside. <laughs> All right, after about 10 seconds uh, down this grand spiral staircase, um, this, this elven man with like this very neatly trimmed soul patch. Oh, um, okay. Just okay. kind of runs down the stairs, his hair all askew, wearing this velvet red uh, nightgown. And just, oh, oh, oh dear. I uh, didn't know you would be coming so soon. Um, yes, it is fine. No one is ever aware of the Duopstein's arrival. We prefer it that way. And might I say, my good lord, your patch simply gives me so much soul. <laughs> And Duopstein comes closely and takes his hand and kisses it <laughs> and returns it to him. <laughs> I was sent by the Treant Woods, far Esperia. Oh, yes, uh, I'd heard. I was. Oh, could you take a seat? And he leads you into this grand sitting room. I suppose we could sit here. And uh, he sits down and gets you out this crystal uh, colory and china and such. Well, he doesn't, the butler does. The butler does. Okay. Um, and How quickly, the there's. Look? Um, he looks like he's got a biscuit with your name on it. <laughs> no, 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 it was for Brutus. Minus five points. Shit, it's five points. And, and he goes to get another biscuit. The Wobstein keeps that in mind. And angrily scribbles. Casey is angrily scribbling. And Duopstein is just analyzing the seat where. Hmm. Yes, I suppose this will do. As he. Gingerly takes a seat, trying to touch as little of the couch as possible. You sit on this very fine, very uncomfortable, that's how you know it's quality couch. <laughs> After he sits down, I'm going to like make a huge flourish with my very flowy clothing and then like sit down very grandly next to him. <laughs> I, I look at the chair. Does it have any smudges? No. I sit. 
<laughs> what about you, Brutus? Uh, Brutus, you is gonna, Brutus? Brutus is going to stand menacingly uh, behind... It's uh, Terrans, right? Terrans, yeah. isn't it? He's going to stand uh, menacingly uh, near Duopstein. Alright. Uh, as uh, Mr. Terrans, you assume, uh, sits down in this nice high back chair and crosses his legs. Oh, I just, uh, I didn't... I'm so, I was so surprised to get your missive in the mail. I, uh, I... I'd assumed that uh, Miss Treant would have just... I, my invitation must have gotten lost in the mail. The soiree was months ago. I, I was uh, beginning to worry that uh, after all my invitations that uh, maybe, you know... I, I hate to be rude, but I thought that maybe she was not planning on coming to any of my soirees. I was, was so glad to finally get word back from her. And sending her most trusted advisor, Mr. Duopstein, and his whole family... It's it's an honor. Darling. Please. I'm sorry. Oh, continue. I'm sorry, continue, my, my wife. But, dear Mr. Terrence, how up on the times are you? Surely you've heard of what's happened to Asperia. Um, not in its entirety, no. Oh, dear. I've been a bit behind, I'm afraid. I'm going to kind of just be like, oh, dear, and look at him for a minute, and then turn and look over to Lucy and kind of like pat his knee. Oh, and a, a, a pained look crosses <laughs> Lucy's face, just pained. And he turns, well, enough of the small talk. I, I believe, I, I apologize, introductions are order. I am Frederick Duopstein, as you, of course, should have heard. This uh, yes. is uh, Morana Duopstein and Chingus Duopstein, my heir. <laughs> Pay him no mind. Chingus <laughs> <laughs> is the, again. Just wait, 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 hang on, let me get a picture of that look. <laughs> You got it, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see, this is how Kason is looking at this phone. It's how Chingus is looking at everyone. <laughs> uh, and, of course, this is Brutus, my hired help, my anti-assassination device, and he is simply not in peace of mind unless he has had his biscuit. <laughs> and at this point, the, bis the new biscuit is being fucking run in here by the... Uh, Butler, who almost trips over the fine tiger skin almost rug. Almost tripping, negative five. <laughs> That's out loud. Chingus angrily marks his notebook. Angrily. I've trained him well. I'm going to turn to Chingus and be like, darling, take note. He was slow as well. Now, sir, I've been informed of your house, but I did not catch your name. It has yet to cross my ears, I guess. Uh, yes, sorry. Uh, Mr. Hans Terrence. Oh, and I assume you are the head of the house here. Uh, yes. Very nice to meet you, uh, Sir Hans. Uh, now, we are not here for luxury or even <laughs> that of fine, <laughs> fancy biscuits. We are here to perform a job. We have been sent by the Treantwoods, who feel very bad about not attending your soiree. Uh, they wish to send a diplomatic gift to your house. But the standards of Miss Ronnie Treantwood are far beyond uh, your expectation. So we came to analyze one of your greatest items here, your airship. And once we have it appraised, we can send over a gift of righteous value. Make a deception. And uh, it begins. I, I'm an actor here, yep. so I get advantage when I'm trying to be someone else. Yep. Okay. That is a 28. All right. He kind of like looks at you and just, oh my, uh, the airship, really? They're going to something bigger than, for a, 
for an invitation? I, I, I don't know if that's necessary. That, that seems all a bit grand. Do not misunderstand. Ferrani Treantwood is grand. The moment he says what he just said, just very angrily, just check. check. Another it check looks like one. a dagger to his heart. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll understand when I say that Brutus is paid by the hour. We have work to get done. Please, if you wouldn't mind showing me to your... Yes, airship. of course. He uh, leads you back up those stairs and past all these grand-looking doors with fancy names across them, like uh, Astronomy Tower and uh, Grand Bedroom 6 and, uh, <laughs> and okay. Private McDonald's. And he leads you Private to... Private McDonald's! <laughs> Private Fantasy McDonald's! The moment I see that... Oh. Just a <laughs> nod. Circle. A nod and a circle. <laughs> circle. And uh, he leads you to this staircase that just winds up and up and up. And uh, just as you're going up, he just... Now, um, sorry, this is a very long staircase. Uh, Mr. Dwopstein, where do you, uh, where do you hail from? Where did you come from that uh, Miss Treenwood managed to pick up such a wonderful assistant? We originally hail from the Diamond Halls of the Silvery Moon Kingdom itself. Oh, I'm sure I haven't heard of that. What is, uh... It is head of the King's Alliance on the Sword Coast. I'm absolutely sure you have yet to hear of it. I... But you will in time, I'm sure. And uh, if only in relation to the great Duopstein name. What is your uh, chief export? Our chief export happens to be that of magical prowess. Mm. Well, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure we can all in the Citadel here and Larry, and I'm sure we could find use of such magical prowess. Maybe we'll have to do business with you in the future. Perhaps, but for now I am simply in the employ of Ferrani Treantwood from Asperia. So, keep your mind on the imports of practical relations of friends. Of course, and he sits there and plays with his soul patch, just anxiously. Well said, my dear. And like, while they're talking the entire time, I'm like turning around to Chingus, and I'm all like, does it know what Silvery Moon is? Like, for every angry check mark. <laughs> oh, and I see you have not, uh... Upgraded your travel methods here. Silvery Moon, we have express elevators. Have you heard of an elevator, uh, Mr. Hans? <laughs> I had heard whispers, but I, I never, never seen one myself. The angriest of scribbles. The pen is breaking <laughs> through the page. My <laughs> god, they don't know what elevators are? <laughs> Uh, Very angry, but not quite through the page. Frederick oh. reaches into his pocket and whips out a business card and passes it to him. If you wish to uh, up your quality of life. Oh, yes, of course. Keep the Duopstein name in mind. Oh, looks like we're here. <laughs> As you guys reach the top, and it's like a, it's like a helicopter pad situation where there's just like this, uh, this ship just kind of like hovering above you guys or a little behind the pad okay. with like this okay. gangplank down. And uh, you see about 20 guards all standing at attention. Um, as the man leads you up to the, uh, the gangplank. First off, 20 yep. guards. I give them each a stare. Do any of them flinch? Uh, four of them flinch. Brutus stares at the rest of them. How many more flinching? <laughs> Seven more flinch. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> one who is bigger than Brutus. <laughs> if one is slightly slow to get out of our way, just one finger shove. That, that strong man, shove. Alright, uh, you do have occasion for that. As you guys reach the top of the gangplank, there is a, uh, Man wearing a very ostentatious captain hat, uh, saluting you guys as you walk up onto the gang or up the top of the gang plank, and you just 
push him by the nose, and he kind of stumbles back and almost falls overboard. Um, and you can see. Oh wait, that... wait, wait! Can 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 I can yeah. flavor this? Yeah. So he does almost fall overboard, but Duopstein grabs him by his shirt and catches okay. him from falling. I've spared your life this day, son. Get moving. Off the ship. Go. He just. He jumps. <laughs> he jumps overboard and lands 30 feet below with a small crunch on the <laughs> roof. Oh. Darling, you still have it, I must say. And I'm going to trail a finger down his chest. <laughs> I never lost it, dear. <laughs> As he jumped off, circle. Uh, nice work. And uh, you see that the, there's a full crew on this ship in, like, almost in, like, like they're doing a scrimmage. Like a, a false crew for like a false voyage almost okay. like they look so like they're, they're they're getting it ready they look like they're just like sitting there like doing things like like in busy a, work yeah like they're trying to make it look as much like they're busy. they're they're actually flying so like they're trying to make it look like it would while you're out on i that look open at the air. person who is driving okay do they look how morin would drive an airship uh no there's no one who drives a ship like Warren Scheitweather. Like six angry checks. They're consecutive. Jeez, you're ruining that book, man. I know. <laughs> this was flat. We have so much scratch paper, too. Um, it's not as aesthetic. As, as, we, as we get to the top, Dwopstein puts out his hand very flauntily. Airship speculation, please. I would like to see the statistics. Uh, a man just, like, kind of comes running up from the... Uh, Top deck and uh, hands you a booklet. Chingus is uh, angrily counting down the time. He's on gonna his roll it up into a very tight roll, hand it to Brutus for the bag. Brutus will uh, take it and just like eyeing like the man who handed it to Duopsine, just sticks it in like his bag. <laughs> just eyes never leaving this man. <laughs> Daggers. Um, all right, clear the ship. We must appraise the ship at the current value without more footprints. Leave without creating any more footprints! <laughs> and you see about 45 men just stampede towards the gangplank, some of them taking the same path as the captain in their hurry to get off this ship. And some just people jumping off, people running down the gangplank, and it creaks like it's about to break. And you guys now stand with just Terrans. Alright. Making a mark for every footprint. <laughs> Chingus, go appraise the ship, please. Morana, find the wine cabinets. Oh, We're to celebrate. <laughs> Brutus, make sure all the other men are off. If not, my friend Brutus knows how to clear a ship. Perhaps, Brutus, my dear, you could help me find the wine. And I'm going to, like, wink at him and then <laughs> make my way. And as, as Brutus pa passes, uh, Duopstein's going to give the most volatile wink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, while my son is studying your ship, uh, shall, we, shall we adjourn... Uh, yeah, I believe a tea table right there would be fantastic, so we can talk business. Oh, yeah, yes, of course. And, uh... I'm gonna hurry and uh, flip to a new page in my book, uh, make it look like I'm... And, uh, every now and then just look at, like, the railing, just... Mm -hmm. Look at the steering wheel. Whenever Morana uh, walks anywhere, it's the most ostentatious, ridiculous, like, why are her hips still working like that walk? <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> um, and uh, you see Terrence kind of ring a bell, and uh, suddenly a tea table materializes on the deck. How quickly? And, uh, um, very quickly. Like, there's a puff of black smoke, and that's there. And hmm. he... Duopstein pulls a chair for Terrence. Pulls a chair out. 
And then the chair's set up for Duopstein, he takes it and throws it, and then stands at the table with his tea. And uh, he looks over the horizon. Your men are really muddying the scene. Send them below, please. Um, pardon? Your men are eyesores. Please, I do not wish to see them. Um, of course. Men, make yourself scarce. And there's another small stampede as they all go to the door and just file down the stairs. Footprints for the landing pad. Okay, and then we're gonna just sit and talk business for the next like 10 minutes. We're gonna talk about like what kind of gifts he would like, mm. if he would like a better airship, all while both complimenting him and making him feel like trash in yeah. the same breath. Underhand mm. compliments. Do and I when I, and after 10 minutes, after 10 minutes, if you'd like to flavor text all that, go for it. No, I'm good. Just okay. drop me back in, homie. Do well, I need to roll an investigation to find wine or anything? Or oh, no, I you go of... into the, uh, the galley and there's well, uh, a nice, nice wine. I, I want to I hear what Brutus finds. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Brutus walks under, under ship, yeah. right? And he's walking around. Does he see anybody? Does he hear anything? No. There's no one here. Okay, well, he's going to go through and he's going to open every door and search okay. every cupboard. Roll investigation. I'm going to go up to the crow's nest and... Uh... Inspect that. If I 13. use okay. if I use magic, does mm. it alter the makeup at all? Or uh, no, not unless you just magic. spell magic on your makeup. Yeah. X-ray vision. I'm X-ray also vision or true sight. X-ray vision. I'm gonna start okay. looking through everything and making sure that there's also no one else okay. on the ship. You see it like a 3D like model of the ship, and you look through and you see nobody. With the one. Not even a rat. Perfect. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. You this place top to bottom and you don't find anyone and you don't find any stragglers. Okay. I go up to the crow's nest. What do I see? Uh, you see far and wide is what you see. No, in the crow's nest. Yeah, okay. In the crow's nest. Um, <laughs> you see that there's a uh, lawn chair in the crow's nest. Um, there's a game of cards that's been set up. A lawn chair. <laughs> um, that's about it. There's a, it looks like there's a martini glass that's empty. How dare it be empty? <laughs> the biggest of check marks all across one page um, and I ring a I, I, I pull out my bell and I ring it um yeah upon that uh, well thank you very much Mr. Hans Terrans uh, we will return the ship within the hour we must do a simple flight test to evaluate its um, don't you want to take with a pilot or are my manservants are you saying that I am not a fine pilot uh, no, I'm just saying that... I will choose not to be offended in this situation. Thank you very much for your time, and I offer a handshake. Uh, and then, uh, as I let go of his hand, I dimension door on the ship, and then... Go! <laughs> <laughs> I, I put myself in the crow's nest so I can hurry and hoist the sails! <laughs> you hoist going. the sails! And, actually, Duopstein comes to the surface and just glares at Hans as the ship pulls away. <laughs> All right. I'm death glaring him. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming through trial and error, uh, and Dark Lair has been studying the the rigging in the or yeah. not rigging the uh, the panels in the basement and just finds the big go button and just slams, slams it, it as um, the gangplank just like creaks and shatters as it pulls away because it's still anchored to the uh, to the <laughs> helipad. <laughs> and you just you just shout, "Do Obstein does not care!" As <laughs> <laughs> the ship just sails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Terrence is sitting there in his bathrobe, just clutching his bell, watching as you fly into the I'm sunset. I'm on the very edge of the ship watching him. Is he shaking? 
Yeah. <laughs> he sees me pull out the book one last time. Final page. Check Another mark. large check. Very large so. check. Pencil and the pointing straight towards <laughs> And It's like some fucking death notions. <laughs> Dewapi just nods, proudly uh, smirking towards Hans. <laughs> Marana's and... gonna come back up with the wine bottle and like proudly fix like Chingus's collar and like pinch his cheek <laughs> the best she can. So just before we continue on, so that vine where it's it's like two guys dancing up towards fucking uh, the sweets that oh, rapper T-Pain. Uh, or T-Pain. 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 Oh, yeah, and they, they just dance in there. Oh yeah, yeah. And this is exactly like the moment where the two guys danced into T-Pain's room, stole his chains, and then just left all confused. <laughs> God, my only regret is that we can't end the section right there. We have another hour left. <laughs> we can go to break, though. We can. We will go to break. Um, yeah, we'll be back after these short messages. You know, there aren't actually any short messages today. So, enjoy the break theme music. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> there is always, as always, tweet at us, post at us, uh, post at us on everywhere uh, with the hashtag AdventureBoys and an, a name of an NPC, maybe a personality trait or two, and you may end up as an NPC on the show. Uh, so if you're interested in that, tweet at us. Fantastic. All now right. to that break music. Welcome back to the Adventure Boys. Last we left off, um, I, I'm sure you remember. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be hard to forget that. Now, our boys are flying in an airship. Fucking gilded airship. <laughs> Ch- Chingar is just gonna kind of <sighs> and grow three feet. Chingar, darling, you've grown so tall. Look at more. Check. Oh no, you check your mother. Give me that book. <laughs> Open up my stomach pouch, put it in. Can't take it from me. Yeah. Lucy disappears for like 20 minutes to go wash the makeup off. More of this fine. And at Brutus's hip, there's a, uh, there's like a, like a zipper unzipping, except it's actually the bag, like, un- undoing. Yeah. And uh, Dante just like kind of pokes his head out of the bag, which is strange because it's just a human man's head poking out of a small coin purse at someone's hip. Like looks around and just, uh, did everything go all right? It went. Great. Yeah, everything was fine. He's gonna undo the bag and kind of like just set it on the floor and let everyone kind of climb out of it. Yeah, you see people just like kind of like looking at this ship and just ah, and Mira just, did you buy this? Yeah. Chingar, <laughs> don't lie. We're borrowing it. Uh, oh. oh. You better not say anything, Mira. <laughs> of course not. Well, I'm going to follow uh, Thrask's uh, example, and I'm going going to go wash up. As fun as having a shower with you two sounds. I'll wait a little bit. Have uh, fun. I'll, I'll go take a shower. I'm, I'm gonna get all this off. Dante takes the uh, user's manual and just like kind of heads down into the basement to start familiarizing himself with the ship. Morin's gonna ring a bell and then wait for a table and a chair to appear. <laughs> <laughs> There's already one on the ship, but oh, no, no more appear. Oh, okay. I'll just go over there. And as you guys are like leisurely floating away, because Darkwood basically put it in neutral. <laughs> he like turned on the thing but didn't put it into gear. 
Uh, it was just drifting, it just lopsided in a random. If you hadn't direction. let down the the sails, you guys would be getting nowhere. Well, I mean, but it's, it's like, a blustery, like cold, early autumn day. Darkly doesn't know how to drive an airship, as evident to yeah, the previous go. issues. Real quick, for two seconds, this man was just standing here. He's like, "Oh, I guess he's taking my ship for a get uh, a, a test drive," and then he teleports and he's gone. And that's this terrifying man's just glaring at him from the side of his own ship. Like, <laughs> he probably knew the jig was up when he went, "Go!" He's like, "Well, I just got stolen from." <laughs> I just got scammed. <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't get scammed. It's like, damn. I'm going to have to talk to my insurance company and get a whole other replacement airship. <laughs> he doesn't know how Duopstein inspects ships, though, so that could be totally normal. It could be totally normal. Duopstein doesn't typically inspect airships. But you're right. I didn't even think of that. One minute he's there on his ship, the next he's back on the landing pad, and Duopstein's just up there with his hands on his hips, like, glaring down at him. <laughs> I'm fucking terrified. And he's then Shingus. Dead face, eyes flaring. Can you imagine the fan art from that? Like it's just this stone-faced boy with flaming white eyes. <laughs> okay, what's happening, Mr. DM? Alright. As you guys are kind of settling in, you know, some of you washing up in these fancy porcelain wash basins. Ooh. Um, there's Dark plumbing on this ship. Darkly like There's a lot. plumbing on this airship. There's wow. nice there's nice baths. There's no plumbing in most buildings. <laughs> I mean there's plumbing in quite a few buildings. It's not fucking barbaric. We have robot arms. But there's plumbing on your in your ship. Nice. Um But yeah. Um as you guys are like kinda of washing up, getting acquainted, um, there's a nice like sitting room. There's karaoke on this ship as well. <laughs> Like, like on your ship. Because um, it turns out, adventurers' wants and needs and rich people's wants and needs kind of line up sometimes. Listen, we both like gold and... and there's a lot of food and drink. And there's a lot of... Uh, there's some karaoke. More is there just, doing is there just elevator music constantly playing throughout the ship? I mean, if you want there to be, there's a PA system. No. And oh, not, yeah. one that's, not one that's a horn that connects to other horns throughout the ship. I'm going to put on some elevator music. It's too soon to talk about the old airship. <laughs> But yeah, as you guys are settling in, you, uh, there's almost this imperceptible, like, increase in speed as you guys just, like, this thing purrs to life, and some of you don't even notice it. Shingar doesn't even know. But you guys go from, like, 0 to 60 real fast as Dante just turns up the speed, and this thing is nice. This engine, nice. Nice. Fucking Bugatti of airships. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you guys are speeding along now. So, roughly and, how many days till we get to public? Uh, like one. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, it was a week, and now we're cruising. Uh, cool. And, uh, yeah. Um, and you actually, like, you guys, you know, eventually go up to the deck, and you know how on your old ship you'd be, like, going super fast, and your face would just be getting fucked up by the wind? I go up onto this one, and there's actually, like, kind of a protective barrier around the top of the ship. Mm. So you guys go up there and don't even ruffle a hair. Lucy goes up the top of the ship, kind of using one of the nice towels to wash out his hair, just, you know, dry his hair. As he goes up and passes Mira, uh, you know, this is a family with a good savings account, as he passes her. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like the more I describe this ship, the less likely it is that you guys are ever going to use a wish spell or something to wish your old ship back. You guys are just going to, like, pop a, a core into this one that fits more closely with yours, and then you'll be done. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, after I'm uh, done with my shower, I put on my uh, my daddy voice smock, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all that good stuff. I'm going to walk down into the engine room. Uh, mm -hmm. what, what, what does it look like? Give me, paint me a word picture. Please don't touch anything. <laughs> um, everything's like chromed out. Like, don't oh, touch anything. Everything James, looks like a gold don't touch iPhone. Anything. Everything looks like a gold iPhone looks. Oh, I mean, well, to be Everything fair. is like real shiny, real new. There's lots of glass. I'm going to walk down. Just like as soon as I step in, I'm just going to stop. Arms up, startled. This is too fancy. And just slowly walk this back. This metal is nicer stairs. than you. And Dante's working around in there, right? Yeah. Well, I was going to say that, to be fair, Chingar was the one who originally got our ship. Like, not originally, but like, got it going once or twice. So, like. I mean, it only, it only caused mind flares to track you guys and pop up on the ship. That was one time. It was one, it was one time. <laughs> what if the ship had crashed that time? Because, for those of you who don't know, they once, because um, they had a shadow core that apparently belonged to mind flares, so they pumped into high gear and mind flares showed up on their ship and uh, started trying to take them down and steal their core. So, this ship, your ship could have been dead months ago. Could have been. But uh, the last of our recent ship makes me think that this one won't last very long. So just enjoy like hot water, guys. Yeah. It's not going to last. No more this. She went in the bath like an hour ago. I haven't seen her. Um, Lucy's going to go up to like the front of the ship. Uh, hey, uh, Mira. Yes? Can, can you see your house from here? Um, probably. Here, point it out. I want to see. She points um, towards, like, you can see where the forest of trees, the, uh, or sorry, the uh, great forest. Um, the forest of trees. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to describe it wrong because I don't want people to get confused. It's like, oh, now it's called the forest of trees. Before it was called the great forest. Um, but yeah, where the great forest ends, um, it's just like this drop off into this ocean. And she just kind of, like, points along the shore to, like, this, this, the, this uh, not tip, but, like, this rounded uh, edge. Um, I think that's where it is. And you have to, like, pull a spyglass to even see that far. Yeah, yeah, Lucy's a super lengthy spyglass. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do I? Yeah, you, you see it because you have supervision. Not supervision, because you do have that, because Lucy's right here. Um, adult yeah. supervision. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mira. Yes. First time you've been home in a couple weeks now, right? Uh, yeah. Excited to be back? I'm excited to be back, and I'm excited to, uh... Be able to look into where my son went. Uh, been I'm excited uh, to get to the bottom of all this. Been a long journey, about a four episodes journey. Uh, I'd say it's enough. One week since it looked at me. Oh <laughs> ah, who are you? She's possessed. Throw her in the neck. She's possessed by the bare naked ladies. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm gonna walk over to Darklair. Uh, uh, Darklair, I, can I go into the bag for a moment? Uh, see, why not? Oh, okay, thank you. I'm just gonna climb into the bag. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let High Priest Richard out into the, uh, to the snurge to do his, uh, his business. Mm -hmm. His snurge, uh, His snarical duties. Yeah. His snarical duties, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask the bag for you, uh, a, a cool-looking gauntlet. Okay. Very snazzy, preferably black iron. Black iron. Black iron. Black iron. That's uh, that's some shit that the Duragar use. Yeah. A singular black iron gauntlet. Singular black iron gauntlet. Oh boy, he grabbing his dice. 
that's a lot of dice. It sounds like damage. This is uh, definitely damage. I'm ready for it. I am ready. Welcome to that game called Is Your Body Ready? My body is so ready. Today, Chingar takes damage. Joe, how do you yes. think he's going to pull this God off? damn it. <laughs> well, I think he's just going to sit back and take it. I think you're right, Joe. Just like your ex-wife. I mean... Oh, <laughs> 60 points of damage. 60 points. To Joe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to Joe. <laughs> Harry, you aren't wrong, Jill. Oh. <laughs> oh, I like it, Joe. You're spry today. You're spry. <laughs> That's right. And yo, remember the reason I left my ex-wife? It's because I died. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Joe. Oh, and Me I wanted too. some of that uh, sweet ghost poontain. <laughs> 60 points of damage, Shingar. All right, I got it. This is, this, this, uh, this is fine. As, like, it's not blood that seeps from you, but, like, this blue essence just kind of, like, explodes out of every crack in your carapace. Oh, oh, and, oh. Ugh. And sinks into the chattering cow skull. Ugh. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, the, the bag is, it. we have, we've talked about the cow yeah, skull. Yeah, we talked about yeah. it. And this black iron gauntlet studded with rubies along the knuckles drops to the ground with a heavy clunk. For two seconds, nice. I forgot about the cow skull. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't even know about it. It's Bjorn. It. He's here. He's dead. No. No, that's what he would have wanted. No. Put it on. Put it on your wiggle my fingers there. Nice. And I'm going to climb out of the bag. Oh, hello, Darkler. <laughs> I need art of Darkler sitting there with the bag on his hip and just someone, one of the party members' heads just sticking out. Whoa. Wasn't there, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't there a time when we stuck somebody in the bag and only their head was sticking out and we carried them around like a baby? Or was that a different campaign? Or was, that, or was that in a different podcast? Because <laughs> I kind of feel like that's something no. uh, those guys we don't bring up. The, I the, think that was in Monday Party. The guys we acknowledge but don't talk about on this <laughs> podcast. Um, they who shall not be named. Those who shall not be named, uh, but we love them anyway. <laughs> yeah, you. You know who we're talking about. Chester Cheetah. He runs a, <laughs> 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 he runs a D&D podcast. Uh, You're not supposed to say it. We can get sued. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, anyway. I'm going to climb out of the back. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh. Shit, what did you need? Uh, I was delivering uh, High Priest Witcher to the Snurch. And you see his nice new iron black, black iron gauntlet. I can just imagine Darkler just like looking down at his arm and just being like looking back up at him and then looking at uh, Chingar like he's a camera on the office. Just like really. <laughs> Darkler doesn't. Dark, if Darkler does notice, which I'm, he probably does, yeah. he doesn't say anything about it. He doesn't care. You'd miss that with I mean, a 19 passing. I mean, I I'm not gonna say what Darkler does notice and what he doesn't notice. <laughs> You realize I'm not God. Is... I'm not the dungeon master. He chooses not to notice. <laughs> I, I elected to not use my Darkler eyes. Darkler is not surprised. He has the alert feed. <laughs> <laughs> it happened, but he's not surprised it happened. All yeah, right. and I'm going uh, to carry on about my day. Alright. What's happening, Mr. DM? Um. Hmm. Alright. So, yeah, um, it's nighttime at this point. Like, okay. So you guys uh, just kind of get settled in on this nice, fancy ship. Uh, does this ship have a CBTV? Yeah. Oh, nice boy. flat screen. So, yeah, Lucy, 
it's been a minute since Lucy has watched some uh, CBTV. Mm -hmm. He's going to sit down, he's going to flip over to the CBTV network, and he's going to see if the Adventure Boys are on. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, they are. Um, you flip it on, and uh, it's, it's actually an animated episode of the Adventure Boys. Oh. Um, <laughs> animated. It's, it's done real well, real tasteful. Um, um, I want question. you guys to know that I'm making like the emoji face where it just is, like has all its teeth, just like a yikes face. That's me <laughs> right it, now. Is this in a common area or in Thrask's room? Uh, that's just in a common area. Okay, um, there are TVs in the room. I'm gonna watch it with him, like toweling off my head. Is, is this a rerun or is this like modern? This is an old rerun. This is a, an episode where you guys ran into a bone naga. Oh. In the middle of the uh, swamp, Can it be and uh, you guys all went to your basically your own personal hells. That's why it's animated, is because they the your skull cameraman um, Jameson Jameson couldn't follow you into your brains, so they took some artistic liberties with it. Could it be animated oh, uh, in Teen Titans? Yeah, yeah, sure. Like the good Teen Titans, yeah. not Teen oh. Titans Go, because it's trash. Haven't uh, haven't seen this episode. Well, it's been a minute since I've seen this one. Oh, oh this I remember is, this. This is how I got Lucian. Yes, yes, darling. Do you remember that? It's an awful time being stuck in a snake head. In the swamp. This, this, this is why my eyes turn white horrible. now. Yes. Have we explained Lucina's the voice in your head? Yeah, we yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, he doesn't wow. talk much because he's just, he's he always there. He hangs Always out. watching. He hangs out. Yeah. That was, uh, always watching. <laughs> that was a <laughs> real heroic uh, friend you had there. Uh, points to uh, Bjorn. Bjorn is, uh... He's shown facing these hordes of zombies and this creepy guy who keeps touching his forehead and trying to steal some sort of power from him, I guess. Um, except Bjorn in this instance is shirtless and just completely ripped muscle bound. Uh, and you see uh, Chingar kind of looks like C-3PO in the back. Um, trying to help, but he can't. Because <laughs> he keeps like he keeps standing up and then just fucking face planting on the ground. And it's this magic hand just pushes him back down. Oh, I love it. There's a few artistic liberties, uh, to be sure. but He was very brave, but I don't remember him looking like that shirtless. Wow, uh... Hmm. You know, I never really stopped to think about how that uh, floating skull cameraman Jameson is always following us. Oh yeah, he, no, I, I forget to note, I forget to uh, acknowledge him sometimes. Poke, poke. Uh, his eyes are dead at this point. There's no way he's recording this because uh, this is bad television right here. <laughs> Just you guys uh, sitting watching television. <laughs> are you guys really okay with being televised like this? Oh, it's no. fine. Oh, well, I'm okay with it. I, I don't mind. I've performed in front of bigger audiences. <laughs> oh. I don't, lead a very private life. I this, is, uh, this, this is why uh, Dendo gives us things. Den Dendo? Or Dendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that one. <laughs> yes, Dendo. Uh, Dendo's Jimmy Hats. <laughs> no. I... A branch of Dendar's car. <laughs> <laughs> it's the knockoff. <laughs> It's the it's, it's the, the anime version it's where the they're they're version. they're trying to get across the point, but they can't use the actual thing. <laughs> to answer your question, Thrask, no, I don't I don't enjoy being recorded every day of my life. I leave it a very private one at that. Well, uh, why don't you just turn it off? I mean, it's not like you guys actually like being called the Adventure Boys. I don't and what, like what's it. with the eye? It, it's, it, gender it's gender neutral. neutral. <laughs> what kind of who came up with that? That's... Oh, that's just bad marketing. Oh my god, it's so mad I am, Anthony! 
What? I'm vomiting from how meta this is. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Save my life. <laughs> you you honest the one you changed the party name or the guild name to Ket's Motive. I didn't mind the Adventure Boys. I think at one point it was Dante and the Dantettes. <laughs> I liked that We have jackets. <laughs> I love the... I still have mine. More it's like pulls out this jacket from nowhere. It's like a um, little greaser jacket. <laughs> so I know I'm late to the party, but can I... Can I get a jacket? Oh yeah, I'll put in for one for you. Oh fantastic! I'm gonna touch the sending the sending sort of my ear and be like, Brenda, yes, <laughs> we need another jacket. All right, uh, now whisper. Do I have a jacket? We need two more jackets, <laughs> Brenda. <laughs> All right. No, Man. not in that gaudy pink. Goodness, Man. and more of this like walking down the hallway. I, I want one in pink. No, now, you don't, uh, Chinga. Anyways, now, now that we've had that revelation, uh. Let's play that game called Paint Me a Word Picture! Starring uh, Jack. Starring <laughs> our me. chef. Oh, shit. <laughs> Starring me. <laughs> Starring Chef Jack. Chef He's brewing us up uh, some good story. Mm -hmm. Some uh, oh, KCS chef, though. Yes, uh, yes no chef. Listen, <laughs> man, unless you, unless you grill me like Ramsey, you ain't getting shit. I can't believe you know Ramsey was allowed to grill people. <laughs> What? All of this is going in the podcast. All this bullshittery. Let's fucking play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Please, Chef. Can I get a yes, Chef? <laughs> yes, uh, Chef. We have 40, 30 minutes left. Please. <laughs> yes, Chef. Please. Okay, fine. Here's the word picture. All right, I'm ready. Thank you, Chef. You guys wake up. <laughs> oh, God. You guys wake up early in the morning in your cushy... Like, your down comforters, your 16 pillows. I never want to leave bed again. <laughs> uh, you, like, oh, melt into this bed. Morinth is a pile of butter in this bed. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And uh, as you guys make your way towards the, the top of the airship, you look over and you see the coast coming up on you guys pretty quick. Okay. And uh, you guys are just sitting there taking in the view, and then you're... No. no, 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 I, veto, veto. Okay, where are these coming, where? Uh, where you look over the, from? uh, bow of the ship, the front of the ship, the front of the ship. The um, prow? Yeah. Whatever the fuck it's called. I think it's called the prow. I don't we're, know. We're not boaters. The stern. <laughs> the, no. the, 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 over the starboard. The we look all the over the cockpit of the ship. Stop. <laughs> anyway. And uh, you see about 20 arrows lodged in the front of your ship, and you, Darkly, see another one coming towards your face, and you just, like, hit the deck. And my glasses fly off my face. That's uh, how fast Darkly hits the deck. So yeah. fast. And uh, you just see, as arrows start, like, cresting over the top of the ship and hitting the deck hard. Uh, what do you want to do? Hey, you! Stop that! <laughs> you look down, you just see tall trees. Stop that, you trees! Um, is there any way we can land? I threw a beam. How? Off the side of the how ship. How big are these trees? Oh, no. <laughs> you can't stop me. She Roll for beam. It'll <laughs> teach them not to shoot arrows at us. You guys are going like 70, 80 miles an hour, so. It's fine. Uh, Lucy's gonna pull an arrow from the front of the ship. Uh, 44. Hey, uh, Darkly, these look, uh, Elvin to you. Do they look elven to me? I uh, know they look like they're fine craft, but they also look like they are like handmade. Like these weren't made by like a typical, you know, 
like elven or dwarvish or whatever. They just look like someone made them who knew their shit. I'm gonna turn. How was the number for the bean? Forty-four. These um, aren't professional make. Mira, do your handle. fairies have a habit of shooting down airships? Um, or is that just your village people? She kind of gives this like look of realization and kind of sheepish grin and like, um, well. These are your people, aren't they? Our leader's a bit overzealous. Well, Chingar... As an arrow just, like, lands in the ship right next to your feet. How far uh, down? Chingar, you throw a bean off the side of the ship, and uh, you don't hear it hit the ground, but you hear a uh, small chorus of shrieks as you uh, continue going. Um, <laughs> expend one bean. How, how far down is the ground? Um, I want to say, like, 450 feet. Dante, can you bring um, us down? Ah, uh, yeah. He runs down to the... Runs down to the depths of the ship. Hey, uh, Mira, we're gonna stop this right now. Where, where's your uh, leader? Um, probably running along ahead of the ship. All right, guys, we're gonna stop this, and we're gonna dimension door down to where she pointed. Okay. You and Mira. Yep. You're gonna drop fifty feet. Uh, five hundred feet is the uh, uh, range on dimension door. Oh, I thought it was a four hundred feet. Nope. Okay. Cool. Nope. We're going straight down. Okay. Uh, you guys see Lucy just like eighties style teleport out, just like in bars, up, up from his feet, and then he goes down from his head as he appears on the ground. But you guys don't what see is it. The Star Trek. <laughs> Beam yes. me up, Scotty. <laughs> um, and Lucy, you almost run face first into a uh, a woman with pale skin and like a uh, an apron on, and a uh, a child on her back. As she's running with this longbow, uh, aiming up towards your ship, and whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, she just like stops whoa. and turns on you with the no, no, no. Mira, Mira. She lets she gives this whistle, and uh, you hear the the the, uh, the firing of bows stop. That's our ship. We're here to help. This and you is Mira. see all around you because you're you're not in the clearing necessarily. So through all these trees, you just see like. These people, mostly women, um, just start like peeking out between the uh, the trees, and then you see someone like who you've never seen anyone like this before. Uh, you see this woman, about six foot two, um, with skin like freshly plowed earth. Oh shit! Is this um, it? Oh, with shit. hair that's literally uh, leafy vines, thin leafy vines like grapevines. Oh, Braided Boy. back down her back with purple flowers sprouting out of them. And she's holding this, this, uh, I want to say glaive. Um, it's like a big, um, like spear type thing with a, uh, a whatever. A lucerne? A pike. Let's go with that. She's just wielding this big pike. And it looks like it's made of cracked, um, magma stone. Um, with like this bright orange burning between the cracks and she points it out at you and this thing has some fucking reach and uh hands up she points it at you as you put your hands up and uh she like looks at Mira and like kind of flicks her head backwards towards her and Mira runs up to her and uh she like glares you guys down Lucy. and then starts she turns and just starts walking back well Lucy's the only one there yeah 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 um, she starts walking back, and Mira just kind of, like, protests, and just, wait, stop! They're here to help us with the missing children! 
And this woman turns and, like, glares you down and looks at Mira. We can't afford to have any outsiders in our camp. What if they lead the elves to us? What if they lead bandits to us? We've worked so hard for this. And you're just going to march in with some do-good adventurers on uh, actually, just a hunch. You don't have to afford it. Mira's paying us, not you. We can't afford it as in we can't afford outsiders coming into our civilization. Oh, that's, that's a little different. She kind of like plants the, the butt of her weapon into the ground and like looks at you. Listen, it's nothing against you personally. We just can't afford to have outsiders knowing the location of our village. Alright. Um. So, just to get to the baseline here. Mm -hmm. I don't care about your village. Mm -hmm. I don't care about where it is. I don't care about anyone knowing where it is. We said yes to a job. We said yes to help your children. We said yes to help Mira's children. And we're not leaving until it's done. She kind of like rubs her face. There's no children missing. The fair folk aren't real. Her son's been acting strange because he's a child. That's how they are. Then where is he? He's at her house. He went missing for five minutes and then showed back up and she was convinced he was acting strangely. Now, I trust the women in my village with my life. And I'm sure that maybe, maybe something is going on. Who knows? But... I won't stand for outsiders in my village over a fairy tale. Um, and Lucy actually reaches into his pocket and pulls out a crumpled piece of paper. Mm. He unfolds it and approaches her and hands it to her. I know of the legend. Mm -hmm. I know about you. I know, you uh, know how why you I... save people. And you know why I can't allow you in. Because you know of me, and God knows... Who, who told you about that? So if it was this easy for you to find me, how, who knows how easy it'll be for you to lead others back to me and for my mother to find me again? We only found you because of Mira. It's the only reason we're here. Now, I will make you this promise. If we see the boy, mm -hmm. we're given an hour to look at him. Mm -hmm. If we feel like nothing's wrong, we will leave. And we will never come back. You have my oath as a Lucieran. I'll need more than that, but we have methods for that. And uh, she walks, starts walking back and uh, motions for you to follow. Lucy's gonna thumbs up the airship. <laughs> wow, look at all these trees. <laughs> Darkly, where do you think Lucy is? More of this like peering over the end. These are pointy arrows. God. Um, do you think we could go down now? I, I don't, I don't know. know. Dante is working on getting us to land. And you guys, you haven't realized it until now, but the trees are actually getting closer, and you guys are, like, starting to land, regardless of whether there's, like, any opening for you to land or anything. Oh, dear. It's not our ship. <laughs> but it <laughs> it's might not our be. trees! I'm going to run down. I'm going to be like, Dante, can you just kind of, like, stop us and park it on a tree? I mean, there won't be any way to get trees? down. We broke our gangplank. There's, like, a rope. 
I think we're just gonna park on the ground as you hear a crunch come from outside. Oh god. And fortunately for you guys, the uh the fucking uh what do I call this? The Bugatti of uh airships was rated top of its class in safety features. Mm-hmm. Um so this thing has a thick hide as you guys just start going down through these trees, they just crush under you guys as you leave this triangular, well not triangular, but you leave this like swath of destruction behind you. But it's a short swath because this thing has some get up and go. So you guys just, in a matter of like maybe a minute, go from above the trees to on the ground. And there's just this short trail behind you guys of just like this, this incline almost, this decline I guess. Of just the trees getting shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter until you guys oh, land on the stump. Oh god! You guys don't feel any of it. This ship handles nice. As it hits the ground, you guys go to that parked on the cliff. <laughs> cliff. Don't look at me, Lucy. Don't look at me. Morn's is like looking back at this trail of broken trees, just like oh. Oh, that, that was smooth. Jump off the ship. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh... It's fine. <laughs> you guys descend from rope ladders and everything, and you see uh, you see the leader of this tribe and the, all the uh, women stand with, standing with bows and spears and swords um, below you, and she watches as you guys descend. I'm gonna put you all under oath as soon as we get there. Oh, so don't think I'm doing this out of the out of trust for you. I'm going to have magical insurance on this. Mm, magical. What are we looking at? A gios? Probably. Circle of truth. I don't know. I don't know magic. I just let uh, just let my wizard do it for me. Oh, I hope it's a circle of truth. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me with that nonsense. <laughs> and uh, she turns and starts walking again. My name's Zircon. Zircon. Okay. She continues walking. Very lovely name. I, I am Chingar. Zircon. Mm, so grumpy. <laughs> Guess we follow them in. Alright. You start following this, uh, this tribe, or not tribe, this, uh, this band. cluster, this band of about, um, 30 women. And, uh, yeah, you guys start trekking through the forest, which, Darklear and Anna, if she was here, this is your favorite train, isn't it? Yes, it is. Gotta remember that, if there's any God forbid, combat, oh, or any tracking, uh, oh, you know, oh, anything no. like that. Not tracking, uh, tracking. but yeah, no, it's a uh, difficult terrain doesn't slow our progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you guys start forging ahead. Um, what would you like to do in that time that you're forging ahead? So you Just guys follow. make your own arrows. Wow, so impressive. <laughs> Very pointy, but I suppose arrows are supposed to be... Um, a woman, like, kind of towards the back, like, looks back and kind of gives you a smile and nods at you. Very, very well made. Darkly said they were very fine craftsmanship. She looks like she's carrying, like, bundles of arrows. You assume that she's the, uh, person who makes the arrows. Oh, so are you the, are you the arrow maker? I'm gonna, like, try and speed up and catch up with her. I'm gonna do Uh, my yes. They're very not, how do you even make an arrow? It's very interesting. Do you make the bows as well? Uh, yes, there's, uh... So would you be like the weapons master? Do you, um, you a group of lady friends? Only with the, uh, the bows and the arrows and such. Oh, okay, okay. We have a blacksmith to make the rest of our weapons. Oh, lovely, lovely. Chinga can work a forge. I'm gonna point back, or wherever he is. 
<laughs> He's Mad. waving madly Frantic for those waving. of you who can see. Frantic waving. He doesn't look like much, but he can do a lot of good things. I'm just going to make small talk with this lady and just try and learn uh, general information about this place yeah. and all the peeps. What's uh, Danko doing? Danko the rogue. He, um, first of all, doesn't trust any of this. Mm-hmm. As always, he doesn't trust anything. And they're um, all women. How does Darklear feel about women? Uh, Darklear, yeah, has a general distrust of women, especially strong, uh, very assertive women, such as, uh, what's her name? Zircon. 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 He just Zircon. has a very bad distaste of her. Um, but, uh, he is... Because last time Darklear was with a strong woman, it was in the Underdark. Yeah. He was mind-controlled also. But, yeah. I mean, that's beside the point. I mean, um, but he's gonna probably just, like... He's not going to try and, like, hide or anything, but he is going to be walking, like, as quietly as, you know, he can throughout the forest, like, okay. as as he does, because he does, naturally has very light step footfall, mm-hmm. but intentionally light footfall this time. Alright. Yeah. As we're walking, uh, Lucy kind of turns around to face Miro, still walking backwards, and he takes her hand. Hey, uh, don't worry. We're going to see this through. She kind of nods at you and, uh, keeps walking kind of quietly. Do I notice anything? Throughout the forest? Uh, yeah, I was going to tell you in a second, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Clear. Thanks. As you're walking through the forest, you know, kind of keeping a distance from everyone else, uh, you get the distinct feeling that you're being watched. Do I see anyone? Um, roll me a perception. Beholders! Aliens. Natural 20! Oh, shit, 20. Uh, you see a pair of red eyes, and you see this small dog-like figure um, off to your right. And then it turns and dashes into can the forest. I, can I Hunter's Market? Yeah. The second level? Mm-hmm. Cool. We've got that for eight hours. Cool. Okay. That makes me upset. Mm-hmm. What do I learn from the Arrow Lady? I think the I know Fletcher. what it was. Uh, I guess that would be it. Um, That's what it is. You learn all about you know, the arrows and the process of them and all that such I'm warming. I'm warming her up. I'm getting her to like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... What do I learn about all the women there and the village and everything? Because I am like kind of making my way towards those questions. Um, Very tentatively, so I'm not just like, tell me everything you know, but I'm kind of like, yeah. oh, hey, what uh, You find this is a uh, kind of like a refuge. Um, after, you know, Zircon escaped her whole family situation and, you know, all that, um, she came here and uh, basically she saw a woman being attacked by bandits and took her in and then just, you know, went from there so basically anyone who's being you know hassled by bandits in the middle of the forest or anyone who you know comes to them from like an abusive situation or whatever they take them in and they basically run their own town by you know all the uh the men and women here who are like you know blacksmiths or fleshers or you so know it's not just farmers women. uh no there's, there's okay. not definitely not as many uh, yeah i got the impression um, it was yeah uh, it seems zircon has not mostly not like a preference, but, you know, more of a, a way with, you know, yeah. people of the same gender. Um, Darklear, as you put your hunter's mark on this thing and you keep walking, um, you can tell your hunter's mark splits and just kind of gets a bit muddied um, as you're walking. Like, you can still tell the direction, but it's starting to get hazy. Mm. Mm. Okay, I'm going to keep a very, like... I'm going to concentrate on that really, really hard. Okay. 
you concentrate on it and it just kind of like starts getting weaker and weaker and after about half an hour of walking um you get one last look at the location where this thing is and then it disappears hmm Hmm. is gonna take a, a mental note of that and just continue right. keeping a very like watchful eye out for anything else that's like around us. Okay. All right. You guys continue on, and after a while, you see that same pair of eyes watching you again. Um. So I guess what Darkly's gonna do is that he's going to kind of like slow his pace mm-hmm. and like match eyes with this creature. Mm-hmm. And then he's gonna kind of like come to a complete stop. And he's mm-hmm. just gonna stare at it. This thing locks eyes with you and they're like red eyes almost to match your own. And this thing like locks eyes with you and then turns and starts walking slower this time away from you. Don't do I it. really want to, it's but I'm not going to. It is to. so obvious. I'm not going trap. to. I want to, but I'm not going to. I'm ahead of this little dog thing walking slowly through the woods all by myself. It's not a trap. Don't do it. I'm not going to do that. He Red have eyes. To strike off alone. He's, he's got a party. Yeah. Red eyes, similar to Darklears. It's a drow dog. No. no! It's Darklears. It's Darklear's spirit animal. It's telling him he should have been a beast master. It's Doglear. Doglear. You know what I can do? What? Something I've been thinking about since it's like episode, what, six? Mm-hmm. There's one magical item I haven't even fucking used. What? I'm going to go into my pocket. Very, a small pouch that's on the front side of my belt. I'm going to pull out a small figurine. Mm-hmm. Small yep. white and gray uh, Howlite figurine. And I'm going to put it on the ground. Yeah, what, what's, what's this figurine and of? This oh, figurine of is of a tiger. Yeah, it's a small, um, white, almost marble-like, um, howlite. Um, and you, it's a tiger, and you set it down on the ground, and, uh... Sylvanas, come. And out of the ground explodes this, uh, like, from this figurine explodes this, like, white with black stripes tiger, um, standing at the ready, and it looks up at you. Darkly's gonna kind of look at Sylvanas. Look back at the rest of the party. I think we're going to go on a bit of an adventure. Kind of nods at you. We're going to go after this thing. Alright. So you take off running. Actually, I'm going to... As I start to walk away... Morinth, I'll be back. Where are you going? Not sure. (laughs) And then off I go. Darkness. Such a bad idea. Into the wild blue yonder. <laughs> Alright, you Into run after woods. this thing. And, Into uh, the woods. <laughs> since force is your natural, your your favorite terrain, you duck and dodge and you climb over things and under things. And you come to a clearing. Mm-hmm. And this wolf thing is gone. And you see two um, Huafui, the drow cloaks of the Underdark, um, on the ground next to this ruined wagon. Okay. Um, I'm going to slowly kind of walk up. Do I see anything? Mm-mm. Like, do I hear anything? Mm-mm. It's, like, completely silent. It looks completely abandoned. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to signal to Sylvanas uh, to 
I'm gonna make like a circle mo like a half circle motion with my hand. Yeah. To tell him to go around the opposite side. Okay. Of the of the cart, and then I'm going to look around at these, and I'm gonna take a look at these pull off we. Okay. See if there's anything like if there's a symbol on them or if there's anything discerning. Um, you lean down and you like start looking at them, and you see these are inhabited actually by these skeletons. Mm. Cool. Um, that you see just like on the ground. One of them had <clears throat> one of them has its skull like crushed in on one side. Um, and you see one of them has like two of its ribs broken. Um, like someone did a messy job of like a stabbing. Um. And yeah, you see these uh, cloaks are actually emblazoned with a sigil, mm -hmm. but it's too far gone. These are like, like there's not much light down here, but there's enough light that these have been damaged because mm -hmm. um, Underdark things aren't used to sunlight. Yeah. Um, and on the wagon, you see that there are like manacles that have been broken. Is there any like... Um... Like, uh, aside from these two corpses, is there any, like, other markings of a scuffle? Like, blood yeah. or anything like that? Um, it's kind of like... It's almost impossible to tell. Because this is it's so like old, old that these are, like... hella yeah. old. But you do see, like... Um, you can see, like, almost, like, scarring on the trees. Uh -huh. Like, where blades were. Um, you see, like, a few burns where, like, magic was thrown. Um, and you actually find a single arrow, uh -huh. um, embedded in a nearby tree. You have to actually, like, dig it out with your dagger, because yeah. the tree is grown around it. Okay, um, is it the same arrows as what hit no, the ship? No, this is a completely different kind of arrow. Um, it's, like, completely, um, aerodynamic. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, this thing is, like, lethal looking, too. It's, like, got barbs on it. Um, this thing is shaped in such a way that it'll fly faster than anything and will not come out. Have I seen this before? Um, no. Okay, I'm going to uh, actually pocket that arrow. Okay. Because that's important. Um, has Sylvanas found anything? Um, you coming? actually hear, like, there's a low growl as you turn back to Sylvanas and he's face to face with this small black wolf. Um, like, completely sheer black and uh you see the wolf kind of look at you and its mouth like its maw kind of uh, muzzle i guess splits open into like this almost grin and then splits further all the way up to like the ears and its mouth kind of like its lower jaw opens and it looks like um there's like these strings connecting like this almost like mud connecting the upper and lower jaws and then you see two more sets of red eyes peel open on the top of its head. And with a sickening, like, splat, you see these spikes pop out of its back as it grows larger and larger. Until this, this dark wolf made of, like, this mud, this dark black mud with iron spikes sticking out of its back stands before you. And you see more red eyes start to come out of the forest. Oh, good. And that's where we're ended for tonight. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Oh, Remember Jesus. to uh, share us with the hashtag Adventure Boys to get your name on the show. Um, and as always, uh, we love you. We, we love, love you. you. We love you. We love you so much. All right, bye, guys. You looking so fresh. <laughs> looking so fresh. <laughs>